and his glory appears over you. So my prayer point is that we just want to thank God that as we're in this new year of transcendent glory and mercy, we just want to thank God for the glory that has been poured upon us and we also thank God for the manifestation of that glory that he has given unto us let us just begin to pray that everlasting father my God and my king we thank you father lord as you said in your word that arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has rise upon you O lord my God we thank you for the glory of you that father lord that has risen upon us O lord my God we thank you father lord that as we transition into this new year we thank you for the manifestation of the glory father lord that has been poured upon us, O Lord, my God. We thank you that in you, O Lord, my God, we have victory. We thank you that in you, O Lord, Father, you have changed our seats, O Lord, my God. We thank you that we have transited, Father, Lord, into a higher realm, into a higher realm, Father, Lord, with you, O Lord, my God. We thank you, Father, Lord, for the glory of you will be visible for all to see in this new year, O Lord, my God. We thank you, Father, Lord, for that mist that was covering us has been unraveled in this new year oh lord my god we thank you father lord that as we stepped into this new year that the glory of you father lord has come upon us oh lord my god we thank you father lord for the victory that we have through the name of jesus we thank you for the power of you father lord that is demonstrated through the name of jesus that father we hold on to you oh lord my god that in this season that the glory of you will be visible for all to see father lord so that men can come into the knowledge of who you are through us oh lord my God. We know that it's only through you, Father Lord, do we have victory. That, Father Lord, we thank you, Father Lord. Everlasting Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. That, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Good morning, church. So my prayer point will be taken from 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel 1, 19-20. So first Samuel one nineteen to twenty. So it says, Early the next morning they arose and worshipped before the Lord, and then went back to their home at Ramah. Alkinah made love to his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So in the course of time Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She she named him Samuel, saying, because I asked the Lord for him. So we all know that this is the year of transcended glory and mercy. And Apostle said we shouldn't pray for it. But what we should pray for, because it's already come, what we should pray for is a manifestation. So we're going to pray that this is a, that Lord remember us. But more than that, let us see that which you have promised in our lives in the name of Jesus. My God and my Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, because you have given words, Lord Jesus, prophetic declarations to us, Lord Jesus. And we believe Leave it and hold it as true, Lord Jesus, my God and my Father. We pray for each and every single one of us, Lord, that you remember the word that you have spoken in this house. Every single prophecy, my God and my Father, Lord, every single word you have spoken to us on a one-to-one basis. And we pray that in this year, Lord, we will see that which you have promised. In the name of Jesus, as Hannah saw, Lord Jesus, the promise come to pass, Lord Jesus, in the form of Samuel, Lord Jesus, my God. Let us see that which you have promised. Every issue, every difficult, every hard 
God thing in our lives. We pray, Lord Jesus, my God and my Father, that you, God of impossibilities, will see the manifestation of your promise in the name of Jesus, because you are watching over your word to see fulfillment. My God and my Father, we will not be disappointed this year, Lord. Our hope will not be disappointed. Whatever we need to do, Lord Jesus, my God, for that word to be true in our lives, my God, give us a revelation or the insight, the knowledge, the understanding in the name of Jesus, that we will be connected at all times in the name of Jesus, that the word you have promised us, Lord, this year will come to pass over us, over our families, over our church members, everyone, Lord Jesus, will be partakers of your promise in the name of Jesus, for you are not a man that you will lie, neither are you a son of man that you will change your mind. We want to see the manifestation. We want to see the move of God, Lord Jesus. We want to see, Lord Jesus, encounters like never before in the name of Jesus. Bring your word to pass in the name of Jesus over our lives, Lord Jesus, that your name and your name alone will be glorified. For in Jesus' name we pray. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. I would like to take my prayer point from the book of Psalm 107. I'll read from verse 8. The Bible said, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men, for it satisfies the tasting and fills the hungry with good things. I want us to thank God for his unfailing love upon our lives. We are standing here in his presence is by his love upon our lives. He has done wonderful things upon, in our lives, in every aspect of our lives. So I want us to think of what God has done for each and every one of us. Let us lift up our voice and give him thanks for those things he has done for us. The Bible said he has done wonderful deeds for us. He satisfies the taste and the hungry. hungry. He gives them good things. Let us lift up our voice and bless his name. Father Lord, we give you praise and honor for what you have done for us, God. We appreciate you for your wonderful love upon us. We thank you, Lord, because we see your mighty hands upon our lives. We are standing here today, oh God, it's not by our power, neither by our strength. It's not that we are too good or we are too righteous. It's by your mercy. Your wonderful love, oh God, has seen us through, oh God. Father, Lord, we say thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. We give you praise, oh God. We give you honor. We thank you for all the wonderful things that you have done for us, oh God. We thank you, Lord, even when we are testing, oh God, you are the God who satisfies us. Lord, we give you praise, oh God. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for the good things that you have done in our lives. We exalt your holy name. We thank you for the ones that you are yet to do, oh God. We thank you, Lord, for the ones you have been doing, oh God. We exalt you, Lord. We magnify your holy name, oh God. We see your wonderful love upon us, oh God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord, for those great and wonderful things that you have done for us. May your name be highly exalted, oh God. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, faithful God. Blessed be your holy name, oh Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We magnify your holy name. Thank you, Father, Lord. May your name be praised forever. For in Jesus' holy and anointed name, we pray with thanksgiving. Good morning, church, once again. Happy New Year to you all. My scripture will be taken from Revelation chapter 1, from verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is, faith, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory 
and power forever and ever. Amen. I want us to ponder upon the love of Jesus. What came strongly to me was the fact that Jesus loves us and he has freed us from our sins by his blood. And he has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father forever and ever. Look upon the cross, what Jesus did, and begin to thank him this morning. It's not because we are good, it's because he loves us. Our Lord and God, we worship your name. We exhort you this morning with the understanding we have about your love for us. It's not because we are good, but because you loved us. You gave your life for us. What type of love can a friend have to give his life for his people? Father, we thank you. Thank you because when we did not know our left from our right, you freed us from our sins by your blood. And above all, you have made us to be a kingdom and a priest to serve the God and Father forever and ever. We magnify your name this morning. We thank you. 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 If the whole of our bodies were to be full of tongues, they are not enough to praise your name. Thank you for making us, counting us worthy to be in your presence this morning, to serve you, our living God. Many are before an unknown God, but we, we are before the living God. We exalt your name. We give to you all the praise. We give to you all the honor. When the delusion, many have been deluded, but you have kept us standing, and you are still keeping us standing. Thank you for this household of Christ's faith tabernacle. For your word has never been real in our midst. Thank you for sustaining us. Thank you for being our shield. Thank you for being our buckler. Our Lord and God, we magnify your name. We lift our voices in praises and adoration unto you this morning. We say thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord this morning. God is good all the time. It is Thanksgiving Sunday. Amen. Supposed to be last week, but it has been moved to this week. This is a legacy for this church. The first Sunday of the year. And any time that is dedicated, we must all come with our household to give thanks. And giving everything. Giving thanks is something that should be practiced in our lives. And hence, I read this psalm before we uh, open the service. Psalm 136 is a powerful psalm. Said to the one who remembered us in our low estate, why should we give thanks? God has been so good to us. His love endures forever. He freed us from all our enemies. There are enemies, seen and unseen enemies. But God freed us from all our enemies. And who gives food to every creature? His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. And that is what we are going to do this morning before we open the service. Just let's lift up our voices and begin to give thanks. Thank Him for life. Thank Him for abundant life. Thank Him for the time, from that time, that you are conceived in your mother's womb. He has led you this far, up until this very time. Lift up your voice and begin to thank Him. Thank Him for miracles that He has done in your lives. 
Thank him for the Red Seas in your life that has been turned into two for you to walk on dry land. There are several things that you have gone through in the past years. But God has saved us and brought us to the new year. Lift up your voice and begin to thank him. Thank him for the breath of life. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank you for waking you up this morning. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Many slept that you slept. But they are not awake right now. But God has made you to be out to, to uh, cause you to wake up this morning. Lift up your voice and begin to th- there are many that want to come to church this morning, but they cannot. Some cannot even walk. I've been there. Some cannot even even do anything. But God has given you breath of life. He has strengthened your legs. He has strengthened your arms. You are able to wake up this morning and you are able to go, take care of yourself and bring yourself to the sanctuary. Some of your legs are being hung in the hospital right now. Some are on machine right now. Lift up your voice, wave to him. Wave to him, wave to him. He's a body thing, oh God. Wave to the Lord, wave, 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 wave. Wave to the Lord, wave, wave, wave. Give thanks. That's the way to give thanks. Wave to him. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him, thank him for the breath of life. Father, we exalt you this morning. We magnify your name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. With that in mind this morning, I want us with an up, uh, uplifted hand to read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart towards his walls, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, 
slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
We're going to declare every praise to our God. Amen. So we thank you and give you the glory for who you are, O God. Every word of worship, O God.
this over us up.
give you the praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. However it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed this to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. We give you the praise and honor and glory, O God, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We thank you for last year. Yes, Lord. We thank you for this year. Thank you, Father. We thank you for all you did last year yes. and the greater work you have begun to do in this new year. Yes. All glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. Be unto you, eternal one that lives forever and ever. Yes. Today is a Thanksgiving Sunday. Lord, we come with a heart full of thanksgiving. To say a very big thank you to you. If it had not been you, O oh God, who have been on our side, let Christ make tabernacle say, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen and amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and welcome them in the name of the Lord of hosts. can just keep on dancing. That's what I will wish. Like those of you who came into the vigil on Friday, you remember what happened? We were just praising God for about an hour. We praised God until heaven came down. It was awesome. You know why I wish like dancing and praising God at such a time as this? 
because of what God had done that we are yet to see. And the easy access to see is praise. I will enter, choir answer me, I will enter with what? So when you make thanks given to God, gates are open. His own gates. And I will enter what? You will enter his courts with praise. So when you thank God and you are so thankful, gate will open. Then when you switch into praising God from your spirits, then you will see the courts of God open. When you enter the courtyard of God, what happened in Exodus 33 will happen to you. That is where God speaks to man mouth to mouth. The prophetic calendar is still right on this place. It has come not to be taken away but to remain. So that as many of you in this year, your eyes will see, your ears will hear, and your mind will conceive. Now, being my first message to you this year as a Sunday, I want to continue to teach you on the things that you must do in this year. Now, the summary of our Christ faith tabernacle is this. I had said that um, I will want the video section to play the videotape of the prophecy God spoke in, is it 2021? And I want to do that because I want to speak about what God said you should do, which also God reminded us last year when He spoke concerning this country what is going to happen in our nation the episode of this year had been revealed by god to us last year you remember come on church now let's work together i said did you remember god spoke to us about 2023 on the day god said that the prime minister Liz Truss, will be put in and she'll be immediately uprooted you remember so and God told you about what will happen in this country till August and what will shift from August to October and God told you by October what will happen that will give us understanding into new year did you remember that how many of you did not remember because you are not answering me well I only something I remember okay can you play it for me now play it please play let me listen to I want you all to listen to this because my message is based on these prophecies right
people. You are prophetic people. You have prophetic eyes and ears. Yeah, you must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. For a new journey will begin in England in the month of September. But I heard by the Spirit of the Lord, as soon as she was planted, she was uprooted. will go through turbulence and deeper turbulence as we go into the month of August next year. But next month of August next year to the month of October shall see a blowing of a mighty wind that will cause shafts to be sealed from the seed. And as we transit over the October next year, by the grace of God, that of course, the storm will be so severe that the heart of people will fail them. But when we transit over October next year, it is like a, sea, a ship that has been sailing in the sea without any sight of land. And suddenly, when we got to October, we see a glimpse of a hill that is built full of lights and then a struggle will begin between the two major parties on who will switch the light on but the one that God has ordained to lead this nation after this season will emerge in a knowledge that transcends human understanding I have told you before the time that the person was appointed years before his appointment that he was going to be a flag bearer for the nation things must go tougher and terribly tough before we shall see the light of day the reason why we will see the light of day from October next year is because of the saints of God many will suffer terribly as this, this ship is sailing from this month of September be, it's, it's, it's a terrible time coming upon the whole nation because of godlessness but however remember the Lord had told you in this house and I have warned you so strongly that in this season no playing games with God because it is not only the nation of United Kingdom that God is shaking there is something you should be startled about if you look at the map of the world and you look at the map the size of Britain you should be questioning how could this tiny island rule the whole world if the world was aware how small they were would they have succumbed to their rulership? But all these things are from God who had ordained things before they began. Because this nation has become godless, I'm talking about United Kingdom, and we have sold the God of the Bible for nothing, and we have invited devil, and we have invited all foreign gods to come and domain over us. The way God is expressing his anger is making things so terribly difficult. And they will soon say it is not the war of Ukraine that is causing the financial stress. Of course, the war of Ukraine has a little effect. But the real cause of the stress that we are going through now, it is because our nation became godless. 
and so the vengeance of God is upon the nation and so expect a very bumpy ride but for you I told you and as I said it before he that dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty mountains be removed and the hills be shifted to the ocean. The Bible says there is a river, a river of God, the flow of which shall make man happy. It is the dwelling place of the Most High God. Though the nations rage and the people plot evil against the Lord and against his anointed, but he that sits in heaven shall laugh at them, for the plan and divine order of God cannot be overthrown by men, and God is not sleeping, never does he sleep nor slumber. But the shaking that you are going to be seeing over the period in England, I've told you, the prophetic calendar of England has been revealed. Look at it before me. I can read the prophetic calendar. I expect many of you to plug into it. You have understanding of what will happen day after day, month after month. I am so happy for you because in the days of famine, you will have plenty. I say in the days of famine, you will enjoy plenty. Your love will grow deeper and deeper for the living God. This season will cause you to be very, very close unto your Father, who is the Lord God Almighty, the revealer of all mysteries. He will tabernacle with you. He will reveal things to you. Can we have the second one, please? of God. I saw a wild wind with great fury coming out from the pit of hell. It is not the last onslaught of Satan, but it is, his name is called delusion. A deception of magnitude that the world had not seen with the intention to harden the heart of men beginning from the church I found out by the spirit of the Lord that devil built towers in the mind of many believers and he built towers in churches he built towers in families the name of the tower is called deception and delusion and then people began to ignore the principles of God and began to justify illegitimate acts by their conviction but then I see that the new delusion coming is even stronger than that such that if the Lord did not do anything about it Many people who are bold, who speak for God today, will soon begin to deny that God exists. It is a wave that will move among nations like a movement, and it will sweep nations like storm. The souls of the righteous will be tormented should that manifest. However, God also has sent forth 
a signal from heaven into the souls of his saints, waiting for the flood to come. And when the flood shall be released from hell, of which it must come, when it will hit the world, then I saw the saints of God, true saints of God, that which God has sent into their spirit begin to emerge. And rather than that wind of the devil to delude the whole world, it shall be used as a catalyst to release a new dimension of operations and manifestation in the church. And that is what will distinct the saints of God from the entire world. The moment that begins to happen, then unction will come like avalanche from heaven. Upon the saints of the Lord, I see Christians, God's people, given authority over the nature, moon and the stars and the sun and the nature. I see authority given to God's people over physical body and created things upon the earth. I see an elevation come upon the people of God, the saints of God. And they, they were revealed to be in control of anything that will happen or anything that God had created on the face of the earth. And instead of this delusion to steal the hearts of men against the salvation that God had given freely, the delusion caused men to challenge the existence of he that lives forever and ever. And the manifestation upon the sons of God began to change their view. And in thousands and in millions they began to bow unto the Lord who lives forever and ever. You mark my words. Delusion is coming. But when you begin to hear of it, understand that God has marked you. He has marked his saints on earth. And that's the, it is the delusion that will wake up the mighty man in you that will bring the manifestation that God has prepared. God cannot be caught by surprise. He knew the devil will plan it. He knew the time and the season that he will unleash it. And so, he had created the beings for that time that will counter it. I want to congratulate you that you are one of them. Amen. You can take it off. Now, can I just say to us that in the first prophecy, which is the later one for last year, you heard God said, no more playing games with God. And that is what is the most, um, of, the most of concern. No more playing games with God. But in this, this last one, you heard about the word delusion, delusion, delusion. But then you heard also about the Spirit of God empowering the spirit of those who are faithful. And you heard that there will be chaos and confusion in the nations, such that we had never seen before. This was spoken before Putin invaded Ukraine. It was spoken before the um, plague of COVID-19 invaded the earth. But if you look at what God said, that when those delusions will come from the devil, those who are born of God will receive an understanding by the Spirit and they will manifest powers. 
So let me give you first of all an information for those born of God. Look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. For you who are born of God, in this season that we are in, okay, I'm sure everyone, can, if you can hear me, wave your hands. If you can hear my voice, wave your hands. Okay, good. So everybody can hear me. So for those of you who are born of God, you need an understanding that what God has prepared for you in this time is understanding and revelation when people are confused. You know, we are now in the 2023 that the Lord said is going to be rocky. You have heard our Prime Minister say the same thing. Really, if you listen this week to Rikishunak and also to Kistama, you can understand Kistama speaking something that will now be more buttressed in, in the month of October. If you, if you miss his statements, go back and get it. If you listen to what our Prime Minister also has said, our current Prime Minister, he had given us five things that he believes he will achieve within this year. And everyone is talking about October. Now if you listen to this prophecy very well, you will agree with me that God is so accurate. But for you, what is your portion? Let's read these scriptures together. However, as it is written, <laughs> Alright, so, the first thing I want to tell you is that there are some things that God has prepared for you this year. That's the good news, isn't it? I can't hear you say that. That's the good news. It is a gooder news than good. Amen. <laughs> if you permit me to say that. The first good news is that what God prepared for each one of you, no eye has seen it, no ear has heard it, and there is no genius who have thought about it. Why will God do that? You know, your establishment where you work now, we soon tell you we don't know what to do. As the government that is of the day will soon tell you this is what we wanted to achieve but we couldn't achieve it. And we don't know why. All the economists will soon tell you that look this is out of our jurisdiction. All our economic knowledge had failed us. All the bankers will still say to you, soon say to you, we don't know what will happen to your money in the bank. And you will see chaos all over the whole place. Now, <clears throat> currently, you know, there was a meeting held by our Prime Minister and uh, the NHS yesterday, isn't it? Trying to look for solution. But this is the place where those who are saints of God will be relevant. Because you will be the solution to your establishment. But for you to be, you must be able to see something that they cannot see. You must be able to hear something that they cannot hear. You must be able to imagine something that transcends natural human understanding. It doesn't matter whether you are, you are not the boss in your office. 
If you are the boss of your office, it makes it easier. Those of you who are directors, listening to me very well. That is what would distinct you among other directors. Those of you who are managers, that's what would distinct you among managers. If you are still just on the ladder of your career, that is what will distinct you in your organization. Because in the period where this confusion is, is grounded, what will happen to you is an understanding will be given to you that will transcend natural thinking. I would together now. Can I submit to you that this is the opposite of delusion? And I will take you through what delusion is. But before I talk about the devil, I want to talk about you. You need to know this. No problem faces this country that you will not have solution to it. I would together now. Look, let me say this to you. That's why I watch the news too. And I read a lot. So that when I see something, I can warn you that, look, this is where you should lean towards. Alright? But if you look at this scripture, it talks about three parts of you. That you must be mindful about. What's the first one? What's the first one? What's the second one? And the third one? Was the first one again? Your eyes. Yes, can you get me there? Your eyes see. And then your ear. And then your mind. So those are the three things you must consider throughout my discussion with you this morning. I think this year I'll be doing a time, a question time with Apostle Williams. So that you will be able to ask questions, critical questions. I want us to critically think together. So which means, what you see and what you hear has connection to what you think. Am I talking sense? So if you do have nightmares, where did they come from? Your sight and your hearing. That's the reason why God said in the book of Joshua 1.8 This book of the Lord, the Bible, must not depart from your mouth But before it reaches your mouth, where will it first reach? Your sight Isn't it? Then it says You must be careful to meditate upon it Day and night. Where do you use for meditation? Mind. Yes? So what you see is what you think. What you hear and see controls what you think. How you hear and how you see controls how you think. So whoever controls that part of you controls your life. Don't forget that. But the Bible says in this Joshua that if you can meditate on what you have seen, the word, and what you have had, the word, you will make your life prosperous. Not God. Not God will make you prosperous. Look at our scriptures. Give me the King James Version on these. 
What do you say? This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to what is written, <clears throat> all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have what? Good success. Go back to my NIV. Who makes you prosperous? You. If you are not prosperous, who makes you unprosperous? You, not Satan. But I will show you where the devil and God comes in, in, in this age. For you to be prosperous, God wrote a book and said you should read the book. And when you read the book, think about it. So that every thinking that is contrary to the book, you don't accept it. Are you with me now? If you decide to accept or consider anything contrary to what God had written, you will be a victim of failure and ill faith. So, it's a joint venture. A lot of believers pray for success and they never get it. You know why? Because there is nothing for God to make successful. They fed their eyes with all manners of things that Satan established. They fed their ears with every discussion that comes from the pit of hell. So in their human mind, there is no deliberation that has its roots in God. So when you pray for prosperity and God had you, and it looks into your mind so that it can make it happen. If your mind does not have any deliberation that is of God, God is powerless. Your prayer is just a waste of time. But when the prayer gets to the throne of God, and God looks into your mind, and in your mind is obedience to the word, then God can now enable you, and you will make yourself prosperous. Similarly, if what you have in your mind is all influence of the devil, what happens to you is this, Satan will come into your mind, and he will make you a failure by your hand. So, your eyes, your mouth, your mind is great assets that you cannot trade or bargain for anything from this year. When God says no playing games, it's so straightforward with God. Go back to the first Corinthians chapter, chapter, one verse, uh, chapter 2 verse 9. Let me show you something there before we go. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no man has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. I think this scripture helps you and I to understand that <laughs> this, what God has prepared this year, there is something God expects of you to draw it, is your love for God. He prepared it for those who love him, not those who come to church. But those who love God are always in church too. It's not for those who fast and pray. But those who love God do fast and pray. Satan is pray. Every religion they have prayer and fasting. But the distinction between all of them 
And these people that God is speaking about are, is this. What God has prepared by His Holy Spirit can only be seen and heard and understood by a person who loves God. Who loves God. So I want to say this to you. I will challenge your love for God this year. Understand that Joshua says you must be careful to obey the word of God, not the word of man. Not, not philosophy, psychology. Thank you for your psychology. It's a good information for head knowledge. Thank you for your philosophy. It is a good information for head knowledge. Christians should know all these things because so that when you want to talk to the people who are who claim that they have the knowledge of this world, you can you can scare up with them and then take them to the mystery of this knowledge of God. But let me help you know this, brethren. Your life last year is different from your life this year. And the condition of service this year is loving God. Is loving God. How much you love God will determine how much you can get from God. And you know what? In this church, I, I believe very much that none of you can, can just say that God doesn't hear. No, no, if you, if you sit under Apostle Williams, you don't have an uh, opportunity to say that, oh, God doesn't hear. Because here God hears, and you see God hearing. Yes? Come on, church, I want to hear you. I say God hears us here. God hears us here. I say God hears us here. God hears us here. Eh? <laughs> Isn't it? If I do a survey among you, if God doesn't hear us, why did God tell me that there's going to be you know, inflation and recession in 2022? Before, from 2019. Why, from where did I get information to tell you? Go and fix your mortgage. I told everybody in this church for three years, fix your mortgage, fix your mortgage, fix your mortgage. And then 2020, I continue to hammer it that don't fix your mortgage now. Because 2022, interest rate will go off the roof. If God doesn't love you, why would God say that? Some people who didn't have that information are crying now. The salary is what they, they, the same salary they are, they are receiving. Bills have gone up, off the roof. Some, their mortgages, if things continue this way, you will see a lot of foreclosures in this year. People cannot afford their mortgage anymore because they did not hear it. You who heard me say, God said. And you fix your mortgages, you are enjoying yourself. Are we together? So God loves us. He hears us. But we must respond to his love. By loving him more. By truly loving God. But let me give you further on this and then I move. The next verse says in verse 10... But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. <coughs> the Spirit searches all things. That is the Holy Spirit. Even the deep things of God. Holy Spirit can go into the heart of God and get the deep secrets in the heart of God. Why? Because Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. But then the Bible says God has revealed it to us. By His Spirit, which means everyone born again. 
Everyone that is born again have the Holy Spirit inside them. Is that correct? I cannot hear you. They have Holy Ghost inside. Do you have Holy Spirit inside you? Yes. In that Holy Spirit is everything that God is thinking. The Holy Spirit that lives in you is everything that God ever thought. Because He is God Himself. That is the reason why the Bible did not say, and God will reveal it. No, He said, God has revealed it to us by the Holy Spirit. So, anything you want to know about your life this year, you don't need a prophet to tell you. You can read the prophetic calendar. You know, when I was sitting there, I said, oh, You can read too. You can read too. Somebody prophesy is nothing strange and it's nothing more credits. He's just doing normal thing. It's like somebody, a human being, drank water. If you drink water, does that make you somebody more human being? If you don't drink water, then something is wrong with your human being. Are we together now? So his, his prophecy, so is to read what your father has written, which is inside you, but in the Holy Spirit in you. That's why God is saying, He wants your love. He wants your true love. So that you can read into the Holy Spirit inside you and see. And understand and hear. And don't live a life of confusion anymore. God has already revealed it. Even the deep things of God. The rest of the scripture is just the philosophy of establishing this statement. Let me read it to you. It says, For who among men knows the thought of a man except the spirit of man, or that man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Then he says, We have not received the spirit of the world, understand? But the spirit whom is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given, which is what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no mind has conceived. Come on now, borrow me your life for this year. Let's go in a ride, a practical ride, in establishing and proving the word of God. The word of God is life. All right? It is the most truth. And in substance, it's a fact. Look, let me help you know this. This scripture tells you that you and I have received that spirit of truth so that we can know any truth. So if you are a Christian and you have been struggling about what is happening in my life, I don't know, I don't know. You can know if you want to. You only need to change your attitude towards God. You know, I was teaching the workers yesterday about 21st century leadership. And I told them that change is not doing the old thing better. Because the old thing is wrong. Change is doing a new thing and doing that new thing better. And also, you know... Anybody who wants to forge ahead in life must be able to sit down and change what? 
his attitude and his approach. Those are the two things that need changing in us. Your attitude last year must change and your approach last year must change. Change for what? For better. Change for good. Amen. And you will discover that these things are easy. Easier than Apostle Williams is saying it. Easier, 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 easier. There was a man in the Bible who was married to a woman and that woman had become old without a a child. But the man was still faithful in serving God though he has passed the age of childbearing. And one day he went to church and the roaster roasted him to prepare the altar before the service. So as he was alone in the altar, preparing the altar, a being appeared to him by the altar, who said, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and your wife, Elizabeth, will conceive and bear his child, and began to tell him about John the Baptist. If that man, Zechariah, was not was absent in the church service that day, that will not happen to him. But that child must be born. He may miss his destiny. In this year, don't choose and pick for God if you don't want God to choose and pick for you too. Be available to God anytime and every time. Alright? Be available to God. Change your attitude and change your approach. I think I've spoken a little bit about the Holy Spirit and you. Now let me talk to you about delusion. Delusion of Satan, I call that topic, Satan's greatest weapon in the last days is delusion. I know that it's quite a very wide thing, but we will cover what we can in the next 10 minutes. Write down. What is delusion, by the way? I began to do research about delusion. Whenever I see a word and I want to research the meaning, the first bust up for me is to look at law books so as to understand what that word meant in law. But I looked at delusion and I didn't find it in the law book. The law dictionary doesn't have the word delusion. So I checked again, apart from what the Bible has revealed about delusion, and I found the word delusion, what it means. And God has been speaking to me before looking at delusion. This is what God told me about delusion. There are three things to know about delusion. Number one, a deceiver knows he is deceiving others. Write it down. A deceiver, when somebody is deceiving you, he knows that he is deceiving you. Because deception is ignoring the truth and saying a lie. That's deception. There is no deceiver is ignorant of what he's doing. Some women have been deceived into marriage. 
They only got into the marriage to find out that I was deceived. And suffered a lot. Some children have been deceived by parents. Only to discover that the parents just dumped them. And some of them could not identify where they come from. Who are their parents? Because they were dumped when they were young. Some friends have deceived their friends. Only to dupe you. You gave out of love your money only to a person who knows that he's robbing you of it. Deception. No one who is a deceiver is ignorant. So the deceiver who deceives others know very well that he does it with intent. Number two, a person deceived may be ignorant or conscious of his deceiving, deceiver. They will talk about deceiver, they will talk about the one deceived. That the victim of deception may not know he's been deceived because of the way the deception was presented. It looked sensible, it looked attractive. But at the same time, somebody who is being deceived may have a subconsciousness that I suspect this information. Is that correct? Come on now, church. That is correct. You can think about your life and when you have been deceived. You know, you are ignorant at the beginning of the audience. Oh, I've been deceived. You may be ignorant and you may have a consciousness that this road I'm going is deception. People who go to churches where they are deceived. You know, you have these two parties there. A party who are ignorant and another party who knows that there is deception here. But I want to be loyal to deception. Now, number three. A life of deception or perpetual life of deception is what graduates into delusion. That's what brings you to a place of delusion. Deception is different from delusion. Though they look similar. When a person is deceived, alright, he can recognize that he is deceived after a while. But a person deluded cannot understand that he's working on lies. Let me tell you, everything that Putin is saying and all his cohorts are saying, are you not amazed? They say with great conviction. Even I have heard him on television that he is fighting for God. The whole of Europe are antichrist. He said it on television. He believes convincingly that he's fighting a just cause. And when somebody believes that what he's doing is right, but others know that it's wrong, and he cannot agree with you, he can, he can prove that wrong, that it is the right. That person is in a state of delusion. So, what does the English dictionary say about delusion? It said it's a false belief or judgment. And this makes it more interesting to me. Because the word judgment comes from, from you know, decision. 
It says it's false belief or judgments about external reality. It is a false belief about a reality which is external or a judgment of an external reality. That is the way he reasons about it. His discernment about it, which is held by a person despite incontrovertible evidence. And that is serious. Those of you who are in law can understand what I'm talking about. When an evidence is incontrovertible, you submit to it. You base your judgment on it. Because it's incontrovertible. That is just, that's it. And that rules all your decision and your inclination in life. It says, false belief, judgment about external reality, held despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary. So, if an evidence is incontrovertible, that's what you base up your, your decision on. However, a person deluded will act contrary. I'm a man, born man. Alright? But when I'm deluded, you may be saying I'm a man. I will say that you don't know what's wrong with you. I am a woman. I tell you I'm a woman. I will believe contrary to evidence that is incontrovertible. It's like I say I have two legs. You say I have two legs. And that is really about me. I say no, 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 no. no. I have three legs. And you are saying look. Count your legs. One, two. I said no. There is another leg behind me. And that leg is walking with me. Doctor, psychiatric doctor, would you not say that is mental? Oh yes, it is a mental issue. Delusion is not a thing of the man, but it's a mental issue. And it says, a person who has a false belief, a false judgment, despite, you know, about external reality that everybody can see, or some people can see, Despite the fact that there is incontrovertible evidence to show that his belief is wrong. But this delusion occurs especially in the mental condition of the patient. Delusion happens in the mental of a man. That's the reason why people who are deluded, there is nobody who can cure them. There is no medicine for them. It's only one medicine, which is God. It is God. You know, well, if I, if I give this to psychiatric doctors, they begin to tell you other things like hallucination and all stuff like that. But I want to just let you understand delusion, so that when I take you to the scriptures of what Satan is doing today, you will be very careful. Understand, your eyes, your ear, your mind all right those are the great senses that God given you 
Delusion also can be an act. Hmm? And it can be a state of mind. It can be an action or a state of mind. <laughs> I think menstrual and actus reus came from this stuff, man. <laughs> now let's look at the book of Second Thessalonians chapter two, and I'll read very quickly. This is the time is quite very short for me. Okay, no, let me leave that. I will take you through that next time. What I want to leave with you is this. In this end time, the most prolific weapon of Satan is what? Is what? Is what? You heard that prophecy said it, isn't it? Did you not hear from that time that God spoke on this pulpit? How many delusions are going on in the world? You watch it. People who have been standing firm are now being deluded, some of them. I mean, last year, every one of us received letters from, you know, Christian concern about the decision of the Church of England to start to teach children about homosexual and all this gender stuff, children in their primary school. Now, this is Church of England who has said, no, this is not godly, this is not scripture. How did they get to the place where they are now, bishops are now voting to tell, not adults, children that are innocent, that you can look like a man, be born a man, but in the real sense, you are a woman. Excuse me. But when God spoke to us, they haven't decided that. When God said delusion is coming, isn't it? Delusion that you cannot imagine, you cannot understand. Who is behind the button? The devil. The devil. Now let me just help you. Time is gone. But you will hear the truth. Tell someone beside you, you will hear the truth. I can't hear you. Say you will know the truth. And the truth will send you running. Why would Satan delude people? Why will he do that? Because he's a fallen being. Only Satan and demons have been condemned to hell. Every human being that is still alive has not yet been condemned. But if you don't accept Jesus and change the way you think into the way the Bible thinks, once you die in it, you are condemned. Condemnation waits for you at death. But what about believers? You need to be very careful. Very careful. Now, you recognize that delusion is a progressive deception. And when it becomes mature, it becomes a delusion. Now, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1. It says, the Spirit clearly says, let me say, let me say. Now, what I want to do is to just introduce you to machineries of the devil. The machineries of the devil to operate delusion. Okay? And the first one is deceiving spirits and demonic teachings. First Timothy chapter, chapter 4 verse 1. The Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. So you have many churches today that they are following deceiving spirits. 
and things taught by demons. You go to those churches, let me tell you, if you go to a place where Jesus is, Jesus says you will know the truth, the truth sets you free. For therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because in Christ Jesus the law of spirit of life set you free from the law of sin and death. That's Romans chapter 8. But if you go to those churches, you cannot be free. You, you went with one fear, you will leave that place with several fears. Demons are teaching in church. Deliverance doctrine came from the demons. Casting out devil is what Jesus did. He never conducted deliverance. The moment you begin to hear the child of God conducting deliverance, that is of the devil. No man called by God conducted deliverance, but they cast out devils. The same thing, prosperity, you have all these errors in it. So people left, they will abandon, Paul said, they will abandon the Christian faith, the pillars of Christian faith, the principles that have been upheld in the Christian faith, and they will follow the deceiving spirit and things taught by demons. Somebody asked me a question, Apostle, what about if somebody had three wives and then he got born again and God called him? You had a question? He had three wives, he got born again, God called him. Okay? You know what I said? Very straightforward. What does the Bible say? A bishop should be a man with but one wife. I don't know any other thing. So if you think that, oh, you have to sympathize for somebody who was, who had three wives now, he's now born again, that is your own, you know, illusion. As for me, what the Bible says is one wife. He says, so what will she do? What will he do? I'm not arguing about whether God can call him or not. Because you, be, you know, you must be very careful. There are some truths you know, but when those who are deluded are speaking, you can't tell them those truths because they're already deluded. You can't get me? You keep your good truth. You level them up in their own ground. What about, what about if God called him? I said then, he should just do what Zacchaeus did. When God called Zacchaeus, he went and said, I have taken 10,000 from you, I will give you 100,000. I have taken 20,000 from you, I will give you 200,000. So if he then had three wives, he is living in adultery, correct? Because he married the first one, that is okay. Second one is adultery, third one is adultery. So what will he do? He will just go back and say, second wife, third wife, bye-bye. And then he said, what about all the children? They are his children, he must take responsibility. But, he said, but, but now that he's born again, how will, can he not continue with the three wives? I said, my, my father used to be a wizard who drank human blood, sacrificed human beings. Now he's born again. Shall we tell him to continue to do that? Have you not read in your own Bible when a man is in Christ Jesus, a new creation? And he does not do the old things that he used to do before. The guy said, M-M, M-M, M-M. <laughs> Delusion. Demonic teaching and deceiving spirit. Well, you will permit me today. I'm going to stop at the third one. Second vehicle of Satan is fake doctrine. Fake doctrine. 
second timothy chapter 4 verse 3 to 5 for this for the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine which is this time instead to suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers that is the church to say what their itching ear wants to hear it's not bad for you to do this when you begin to hear someone say that it is not bad who is speaking satan because what is right and wrong is in the scriptures when you see somebody trying to quote the language then the devil is the one speaking he said they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myth but you keep your head in all situations don't compromise endure hardship do the work of an evangelist discharge all duties of your ministry and the third one is false prophets and false teachers i'm talking about the machineries of satan in these days the machinery of delusion all right in second peter chapter 2 verse 1 to verse 3 but there were also false prophets among the people just as there will be false teachers among you they will secretly introduce destructive heresies even denying the sovereignty uh, the sovereign lord who bought them bringing swift destruction on themselves this is what will happen to anybody who does that who is deluded destruction many will follow their shameful ways or detestable ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute in their greed these teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping now let me say this to you i want you to think yourself what are the wrong teachings that you have known flying about that you have compromised with change change i will give you some blank because my time was really gone somebody i came across somebody last week who was teaching a minister of god very popular and she said that god tattooed his hand because in isaiah chapter 49 verse 16 see i have engraved you on the palm of my hand your words are ever before me and she said god engraved us it means in their own bible translation american standard something bible they after writing this they now put in bracket tattoo so the woman is saying that you know christians can tattoo their bodies because god tattooed his hand that's what she said and she is going for tattoo also because you see when they have this crowd they want to just say what the crowd loves they don't care where you end your life because they have made up their life to go to hell and make money on earth that's their decision and you know people are shouting yeah 
Christians? What about men plaiting their hair? I've told you before, it came from a God served in my own tribe. They call that God Shogu. If you know it, you don't know it. Once you are a man and you plait your hair, the demons will follow you. They will make your life miserable. They will make your life miserable. No, nobody can fast for you. Men putting on earrings and stuff. It is Shogu priests who do that. A covenant between them and the Shogu, which is the God of thunder. I will teach you more about this. If people in the world are doing this, how did it creep into people who claim to be sons of God? They have been deceived. And if you continue in that act, you will enter a mental state of deception which is called delusion. At that time, no one can redeem that person. But however the case may be, if you have the article of Satan, you can never stop Satan from afflicting you. Because as God has the gift of the Spirit, Satan also has the gift of the Spirit. What about a person bleached their color? Can you imagine that? God created you and shaded you the way He wants. And you felt, I can change the shade and I still please God. Satan will make you worship like everybody is worshipping. Even cry when you are worshipping. But God is not in your cry. Because it is a spite on the one who chose to create you that way for his own pleasure. So you deprive God of his pleasure? Also say it doesn't matter. Watch your life from the day you started doing that. You will see all manners of mess. That is around you. How many of men? Because you see, Satan is in the business of deluding people so that he can control their mind. And I finish with this. Your action tells you who controls your mind. And whoever controls your mind tells you where you are going should you die in the arts. I want to plead to every one of you to recognize there is a devil and is a real devil. Not in Africa, fine in England. Headquarters in Europe. I'm not saying European Union. Are you with me now? Because you have a lot of argument about that. It's because some people always think when they say Satan, oh it's African thing. I looked into the diary of my own dialects, which is called Yoruba. I didn't see S-A-T-A-N. It does not exist in my language. But there is Eshu in my language. And we call him Eshu. But English call him Satan. And the Bible calls him Satan English in English. But in Yoruba Bible, it's not called Satan. It's not Satan. It's Eshu. Are you with me now? And we know what he does. Even in England, there are Satanists who are Satan worshippers. Go to their midst, they will tell you what they do also. All these things that they introduce to the world, if you engage yourself with them, you will enter into delusion. Watch what you see. A Christian watching naked people having sex on the television, 
a Christian watch, reading novels of naked people, a Christian, you know, you know, masturbating and all stuff like that. Don't you know it takes a demonic, demonic possession to masturbate? A demon has entered that body before that body can masturbate. Anybody who masturbates, there is a demon living inside your body. Can you speak in tongues? Yes. Which tongue are you speaking? You answer. Did the Bible not say present you your body as what? To pornography? Excuse me, somebody. Holy, acceptable unto what? This is your reasonable act of service. Do not conform any longer with what? Come on, let's read that scripture together. Do not conform any longer. But what? Be ye what? Be ye transformed by the renewing of what? I air mine. I air mine. I air mine. My eyes will not see what Jesus will not look at. My ears will not listen to what Jesus will not listen. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and the voice of Jesus will not follow. Look, my body, I will not give my body to what Jesus will not give his body. I will not act a way that Jesus will not act. That's why in CFT, have I robbed you before? Have I, I'm, saying, I'm asking, have Apostle Williams robbed you before? Hey, 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 I, I can't hear you. Have I ever told you my own God? He's asking for 1,000 pounds from each person. Answer me. Why didn't I? Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, but they hear the voice of a stranger, but they will not follow. Satan spoke to the mind of Jesus. Jesus did not consent. We are going to have an anniversary, our anniversary, 33rd anniversary, Next, it will begin next month. I will tell you my life history. Hello, there is no poverty for those who are in Christ Jesus. You may not have money, but you cannot be poor. You may not have money in your pocket today, but if you are in Christ Jesus, you are not a poor man. I say you are not a poor man <laughs> because the Bible says, For all things work for the good of those who. And Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. Read it together. In him, I am also chosen, having been pre, according to what? Who works in? God is working for me. Somebody say God is working for me. I say God is working for me. It does not matter what happened to you. To say yes to God and say no to the world, there is price to pay. Are you with me now? Not to compromise with Satan, there is price to pay. But the price to pay ends up in the blessing you receive. Hallelujah, somebody. God will work everything in conformity to his will. Let's rise up together, please. If you let this man, I can continue to teach you. I've just introduced a quarter of what I want to teach you. But you know something? God loves you. 
That's it. We're going to thank God on this scripture. Lord, I thank you that in you I have been chosen and I have a predestined destination that all things will work according to your plan. Now lift up your voice. I'm going to make declaration. It does not matter what I'm going through now. They will bow to the plans of God. Whatever is happening in my family will bow to the prayers of God, to the plans of God. Whatever is happening to my children will bow to the plans of God. Because God has covenant with you and your children. He has covenant with you and your descendants. <coughs> it doesn't matter what you are going through. If you are a victim of the trend that is on now, God is working on your behalf. Thank God. Thank God. Lord, I thank you for working on my behalf. The end of the matter will be great. The end of the matter will be good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you are going through your downtown now, thank God for it. Because he says that when you go through the flames of fire, so sometimes we go through the flame. He said that they will not allow the heat of the fire to hurt us. Thank God for the understanding of his word. Thank God for the mystery you have not understood. In this year, he will reveal mystery to you. This is the God. This is the God of mystery. Give God the praise for the knowledge of God. Thank God for the adoption of sonship. Thank God that Satan cannot overcome you. He cannot over he cannot he cannot thwart you. He cannot he cannot overwhelm your mind. As for you and you and your household, the Lord shall you serve. Thank God who is full of mercy. Thank God who is full of goodness. Thank God who is full of glory and power. <coughs> Lord, we bless your name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Sovereign Lord, everything will work for me. Everything will work for me. So happy, Lord. So happy, Lord. Whether it, it looks like a bad news or it looks like good news, in this year 2023, it will work for my good. 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 Everything happening around me, it will work for my good. It will turn around to my good. It is written by God. All things will work for me for good. According to the counsel of God, every plot of the devil, every decision of the pit of hell, it will be turned around for me. Begin to say that those declarations, it will turn around for me. It will turn around for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Begin to declare, Lord, I give my heart to you. I give my heart to you. I give my soul to you. I give my body to you as a living sacrifice. Lord Jesus, thank you for your mercy. Thank God. Thank God. Tell the Lord, rededicate your heart to God, your eyes to God, your mouth to God, your mind to God. Tell God, do not let evil thoughts overpower me from this year. The Bible says, whatsoever is good and whatsoever is lovely, if there be anything of good report, consider ye these things. Tell the Lord, saturate my thoughts. Send your fire to my mind. Send your fire to my body. Send your fire to my heart. Tell God, your holy fire, fire, oh God. Send your fire, Lord Jesus. Your fire, your fire, your fire. 
into my heart, into my mind, into my body. <clears throat> Tell the Lord, destroy everything the devil had planted while I was sleeping. Oh Lord, Satan will fail over me. Praise be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. I can't hear your amen. I rejoice in this year. It will be your year. My prayer over you, God will answer me beyond what I've asked I say what I, I, what I speak to God every day about you. Beyond my imagination, the one who sent me and appeared to me will make it happen for you. You will go out in joy. You will be let forth in peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of thorn bush, you will have a bumper harvest. If there be any thorn that the devil has planted in your flesh, if there be anything the devil has planted in your human mind, if anything that the devil has planted in your heart, I ask the Holy Spirit to send his fire. Destroy them, Lord, completely. Your heart will produce good fruits. You are free from evil thoughts. Bad news will not shake you. You will prevail against every order of the devil. The God who made covenant with me, who is faithful forever, he will keep his covenant with you. Your encounters of God this year will increase. Your knowledge in God will increase. Your appetite for God will deepen. You will not be among those who can be deceived by other people. Your mind shall be made up strongly on the word of the living God. Whatever be your request for this year, I stand in Christ in God. And I say, your request is granted. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You and I will celebrate. Answer to all your requests. It will come now. In this month, you will celebrate. In February, you will celebrate. Every month of 23, 2023 shall bring forth celebration to you. You will succeed in everything you lay your hands on. This is not a time to fail. The days of failure is over. The days of success has come. The days of fear is over. The days of faith has come. The days of impossibility was gone. The days of all things are possible is here. Everything that you are expecting from God and you have been leaning on God for provision, I say heaven supply. Angels of God are released over you. They will work on your behalf. They will work on your behalf. The glory of God that descended upon you in this year. It will manifest mercy. It will manifest goodness. It will manifest beauty. The fire of mercy that descended upon you this year. It will grant you favor. Everywhere you go, you will excel in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you had a condition that threatens your life, which has been with you from last year, go in the name of
of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You have right to enjoy the health for which Jesus died for. He was wounded because of your transgressions, chastened because of your iniquities. The chastisement that makes you whole is upon him. And by his strife you were healed. Enter into the healing provision of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every sickness, I cast you to die from your roots. High blood pressure, hypertension be gone. Diabetes be removed in the name of Jesus. Receive brand new kidney. Receive brand new heart. Receive brand new lungs. Receive brand new gods. Every part of your human organ that the enemy has tampered with or diseases and sickness has attacked. Receive brand new ones in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit Satan has sent against you to work your mind and frustrate you. Hey, Lord, release your unction from heaven. Send your wrath upon them. Send your fire against them. Send your suffer against them. I apply to the storehouse of hailstone. Yea, Lord, send your hailstone. Thunder in the knees of them. Bend their knees before your people. Thank you, King of Heaven. Because you have answered. Everything you lay your hands on this year will be blessed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I cannot hear your amen. I cannot hear your amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Let me tell you a news. If anybody had a dream and they came to tell you that dream and that dream is a bad dream tell them that you are not the one they saw and that is the truth they didn't see you did you go to anybody's dream so you are not seen but if anybody comes to you and says that i saw you and god was using you in my dream tell them that that is me are you with me because I was not able to talk to you about mine, which I will do along. The mind of man is the greatest treasure in your existence. And the two spirits that struggle over your mind is the spirit of God and the spirit of Satan. If Satan can sell a lie to you and you affirm it, he will have access to do that evil. But you cannot affirm anything, whether it's a dream of anybody or they call it prophecy or vision. If it is contrary to what God had told you, you cannot accept it. And what did God tell you? You will not die but live. If I'm going to die, God will not show it to anybody. It's me, He will show you to. I will get that. And if He show it to me, I will not ask Him for one minute more. Because I want to go. A child of God should not be intimidated by Satan. So someone said, I had a dream you die, and then you went to fast and pray. That is the reason why death will enter. Because you did not understand that God has said to you, you will not die but live. So if anybody had a dream that you are dead, you tell the person, it's long life. Am I with you now? Someone said, that I had a dream you had an accident, you didn't see me on, my, on your dream. Maybe it is Satan you saw. He will have an accident. <laughs> but for me, the Bible says the angel of the Lord encamped round those who fear him and I fear God. 
to protect them. You must be very, very alert, especially when the devil speaks through people. You must reject it instantly by the word of God. Okay? So anything that is lovely is of good report, consider those things. God has a better life for you from this year. Please be seated. Can we call Pastor Shurevi to come and take our offering, please? Praise the Lord. Offering time. So it's time again to bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord this morning. And um, for those that uh, give online, I, I believe that um, the media team will put the information on the screen. And if you give um, with the envelopes, um, if you need one, please kindly signify to the ushers and then they will, they will help you. Um, for those giving with the envelopes, um, if you are a taxpayer, please use the blue envelopes. And if you are a non-taxpayer, uh, please use the green envelopes. And the Lord will bless you as you do so this morning, in Jesus' name. So I'll give us a couple of minutes to uh, give our tithes and offerings. And as we do that, I'll quickly read from the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. The Bible says, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So I believe as we give to the Lord from our hearts this morning, He will honor our giving in Jesus' name. So if you have... Um, finished giving um, your title offering this morning can you kindly rise up as we pray Heavenly Father we thank you for today We thank you for giving us the privilege and the opportunity to give in your house again. We thank you, Lord, because you have reiterated to us again this morning. For us to meditate on your word day and night, and for us to be careful to do everything that is written in it. And, O Lord Almighty, we have brought our tithes this morning, as it is written in the book of Malachi 3.10, and also... We are bringing our offerings to you as you have instructed in the book of 2 Corinthians 9-7. And Father, as we give in obedience to your command this morning, we pray that every promise that accompanies this act of obedience be fulfilled in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We're just going to render a couple of special numbers. Um, 
Praise the Lord. Don't worry, the choir are looking at me because they're like, what's going on? <laughs> but um, this year, and I've also spoken about it, is the year of covenant. Hallelujah. Do we believe that? And so, um, the choir have been doing a number of, and a series of works over, over, the com- over the last few months to put together an album, and we released some of those on Praise Night. But we're just going to go through a chant that we created during that retreat that we wrote some of the songs and the choir will definitely remember it and it's just a song to affirm where we've come from for the word says it says and you see on the banner it says hither have the lord help us in first samuel 7 verse 12 right and so we want to congratulate you for making it to 2023 should we clap for that clap for yourselves for making it to 2023 hallelujah and we start we go you made it. You remember fire? Who made it say? You made it. 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 I'm stronger. I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm wiser. 
You don't know what I came here for. I came to dance. Shall we rise up together, please? <laughs> Give these guys a little robe. I tell you, you'll be there for probably you'll close at 6 p.m. <laughs> Let me bless your offering. Lord, this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. I can hear your amen. Please be seated. Before our thanksgiving, can I welcome anyone worshipping with us for the first time? If this is your first time of coming to this temple, could you wave your hands please? Or stand up where you are so that we can welcome you. Please, could you, could you stand up? very welcome and I'm sure the ushers have given you a pack there's a form in the pack we want to fill the form and give it back get that back to us so that we can serve you better may you be blessed and I'm sure you have been blessed already please be seated can I ask can I ask this how many of you have been in CFT for more than one year no from that's uh, let me say for the past two years just you are within the past two years you joined this house all right how many of you have attended meet your pastor there is a program we do we call meet your pastor among you all how many how many have not attended meet your pastor all right we're going to have that program again especially those of you who came in within last year there is a program we do we call meet your pastor where everyone who have been coming to church before that program will be able to sit down with apostle and reverend Oma and also uh leaders you know ministers and we can have a chat together over a, a dinner so that i want to know how you have been blessed i want to know uh also you better and you can also, if you have not joined the department by the time we can get you involved in the activities going on. Now, can I ask Mommy to come? Because we are taking an offering now. I'm sure she went to probably Israel. All right, then. We are going to take our Thanksgiving offering. And the way we do Thanksgiving is that we will leave our seats and dance to the altar. And thank God for this new year. We do this once in a year. And it is on Sunday, first Sunday that we gather together. It is a good thing to thank the Lord. It is a good thing to be thankful. Jesus spoke about ten lepers that were healed. And he said, but only one of them who was a Samaritan remember to come and say thank you so we come before the lord with an offering to say thank you for what god has done for us 
And at the end of that, before we close, I will seek your indulgence to pray over you. And also, I'll be able to pray. We'll do the anointing service. It won't take us time. If you need an envelope, you can stretch your hand. Yes, those who... Those, if you are not, you know, most of us, we, we transfer, we give by transfer. But if you have an envelope, do you want to come and explain that? Pastor, have an explanation. Yes, tell us exactly how the envelope is. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we recognize that some of us have moved into the 21st century, but a few people are still bent on using envelopes. It's okay. Praise the Lord. It's okay. But please, if you've done an electronic transfer, you don't need to hold an envelope to come forward. You don't need to put in a blank envelope. Just dance anyway, because what you're doing is celebrating and dancing. Praise the Lord. Please note that we would really encourage as many people as possible to give online. It's easier administratively for us. However, if you would like to give using an envelope, it's fine. But please also know that once you've done an electronic transfer, please don't put in a blank envelope and try and dance in front and just write, and all you put in the envelope is say, I've done it electronically. Actually, we don't need you to do that. And it's okay for you to still dance forward because we all want to dance forward and celebrate. Is that okay? Yes, is that fine? Can everyone hear me okay? Including those who we apologize to who are sitting next to the heater. I'm sure you heard me now. I screamed and I shouted. All right, praise the Lord. Let's invite our mother in the Lord, ma'am. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise, 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 praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving thanks is what we must do all the time. Parents, teach your children to give thanks. Mothers, teach your children to give thanks. As a young girl, when I was growing up, when my mom gives you food in the house, you have to say thank you. When it gives you presents or buy you something, you must come back and say thank you. I took this as a legacy. All my children will testify to this. As I raise my children in the house, when I go to the market, do all this walking, 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 buying stuff, coming home to cook this beautiful food, and as I sit on the table, call the children to sit, they must say, I put my own style into it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Mommy. Or thank you, Dad. Or thank you, Mom. And thank you. You know, they, they always say it. It turns into an habit. I say, thank mommy, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So you must always teach your children to be appreciated. And each time that people serve, work for you, do things for you, you must say thank you. Amen. It must be a must. And in this church, we have set apart the first Sunday. Last Sunday was so busy. First Sunday of every month. Every family, every household. 
And before you leave home, you have to tell your children, no matter as small as they are, they can understand. Amen. You prepare them like Hannah did. Hannah asked for Samuel, and God gave her and the Elikanah Samuel. Every year, they must come to give this annual thanksgiving. We copy this lifestyle of Hannah and Elkanah and let it be part of us. Every year is a yearly or annual sacrifice to the Lord. You must learn to give thanks. Thanksgiving, therefore, the dictionary says the expression of gratitude, especially to God. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving, like I said, we have set a day which is the first Sunday of every year. But thank God that we are doing it this second Sunday. So your household, everything that God has given to you, you must bring to give thanks. I'm still going to teach on this that I titled Thanksgiving, Giving Thanks or Gratitude. Gratitude, the quality of being thankful. Readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. The way you express your gratitude to people has a lot to do. Why should we give thanks or praise God? We must know and understand that giving thanks is an act of worship before the Lord. It is also a way of life as far as man is concerned. I've already given that example. My parents' mom taught me to appreciate people. And also to say thank you. People give you something, you can't say thank you. This is a culture that went with me every, goes with me everywhere. When I met my, uh, my parents-in-law, the first time I ate in their house, thank you mom, thank you dad, I'm always saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, even for that food, for serving that food on the table. You must not take it for granted. Your wife prepared good soup for you. Don't just eat and clear your mouth like that. Thank you, darling. Thank you, my dear. Goes down, yes. Say thank you all the time. And you must also express thank you to God for making provision to you. And that's what we're about to do here this morning. And this has been passed on to me. I passed it and modernized it to my children. Where can we see this in the Bible? The account of the ten lepers. Jesus healed ten lepers. And only one of them came back to say thank you. The book of Luke 17, we cannot go there. And Jesus asked a question when one of them came to say thank you. Say we are rather nine. There are people that when God does things to you, you don't say thank you. Let it be your culture to say thank you. And you are demonstrating it here today. God has done so much for us. Looking at our life from the time of conception till this very time. You will agree with me that God has done so much for us. That we need to come to God today to say thank you. Thank God for the Americans. They have a set day in November that they have thank you services. They kill chicken, invite people and all, all the rest of that. But let it be your culture to always say thank you. Appreciate people. Don't take it for granted. Is this shirt that is giving me? What kind of shirt is it? Ah. What kind of shoe is this? Say thank you. Amen. And it will be well with you. And from also the scripture. 
Psalm 116, that is a common psalm in this church. He said, what shall I render? 116 verse 12. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? God has done so much for us. I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. That is the psalmist. Full of joy, full of gladness, looking back into his life and said, what shall I do? Said he will lift up the cup of salvation. He will evangelize. Hallelujah. Because he has been saved, he will reflect uh, Jesus to many, many more people. So God is calling us to lift up the cup of salvation this morning by an act of giving. Psalm 68 verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. God has done so much that we have to give thanks. Even the God of our salvation. First Chronicles 16:19. Give unto God the glory unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Bring an offering to say thank you. Don't hide anything. That is nothing too small. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. The choir will be leading us to singing. Worship with your substance this morning. Psalm 107 verse 1 says, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. We must give thanks. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, because you have been saved. Go out and say so to many others. Now see what the Lord has done in my life. Testify by giving thanks. More and more. He said, he led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Does this describe you? It describes many of us here. God led us into this nation so that we can settle here. Amen? So if God has done this for you, what ought we do? In that Psalm 107, 8 to 9, said, Let them give thanks to the Lord for the unfailing love and his wonderful deed for men. For he satisfied the thirsty and filled the hungry with good things. So the one who remembered us in our low estate, 136, 23, and freed us from all our enemies. God has done so much. Who gives food to every creature? This morning some of us have eaten breakfast. I have not eaten breakfast. But some of us cannot do without breakfast before coming out of your house. It's God that has made that provision. Therefore we must honor and worship and give thanks to God. Who brought us through great crisis in life. Look at your life from the time of conception. And give thanks. Come and give thanks today. Psalm 66, 8 to 12. Those of you that are following me in the Bible study. Says a lot. One of the best ways to express our thanks to God is through thanksgiving. Through thanksgiving you express your gratitude or your thank you to God. Give him the best offering. That's Psalm 66. Because of time I won't be able to go there but read it. He says that the psalmist towards the end of that psalm said, 13 to 15, he will give the best of the best. Don't just think that they are giving thanks. Don't dip your hand in your pocket and just bring anything. No. What you have decided in your heart. Because the Lord is going to reply. You know, during the time of Cain and Abel, the Lord actually replied. 
one was a shepherd and one was a farmer. One brought the best of the best before the Lord. And God had favor on that offering. But to Abel's offering, no favor. So we want to give an offering that will bring favor to you this morning. Giving the best of our offering, not just anything. Extending our thanks to people God has used in our lives. You know, sometimes people have blessed you in various ways. There are ways that you say thank you to them. And you can see this in the life of uh, Paul to the Philippians. In that uh, Philippians 1 verse 3 says, I thank God for every time I remember you. Let's remember people that have been a blessing to us. And let's thank God on their behalf. Like Apostle will tell you, I thank God on your behalf for standing in gap. Some of you ushering, doing all these things. We thank God for you. Choir, singing and everything. We thank God for you. So make sure that you do the same to many people that God has brought to your loins or brought to you to support you. You're offering a prayer of thanks on their behalf. You must pray for people that God has brought across your way. There are many, many more scriptures to give thanks. So with this in mind this morning, I want us to give thanks. It is good to give thanks. And we shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. So when you come, the best of your best. Remember that God will reply. He will reply you according to your giving. When you read that Psalm 66, one of that verses from 13 to 15, he said the best of the best is what I'm going to bring to God. Then give thanks this morning and it shall be well with you. With your dancing, with your prayer, with everything that God has given to you, let's give thanks. And it shall be well with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Lord in the highest.
Wow. Let us pray. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A God and a king, if we have 10,000 tongues, they are not enough to praise you. For all your goodness to us. Father, we bless you. This is our Thanksgiving day. And we bring all these offerings before your throne. It cannot equate to what you have done for us. You are our source in the time of the inflation and the scarcity and the famine that have believed the world. I pray that the place which you have established the feet of your people shall not be shaken throughout this recession. Because you are a source. You have established us in various means to receive our livelihoods. Lord, I pray that there will be none among us who will be jobless in this season. Rather, I decree promotion. I decree increase. I decree provision. Any organization we enter and put our foot to work in, or any organization that we are working in, because of us, you will sustain them throughout this period. Lord, the source can never dry up. And as you have said, you will distinct us with the spirit of wisdom and insight and knowledge and understanding, even in the field of our careers, that your name be glorified. If anybody among us was said to be jobless, before the end of January, receive your job back. Better paid job, better office, increase in every way. Father, we thank you so much for the testimonies that we have had and what is coming before us. And this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume these holy sacrifices. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Shall we say amen together? Dana say, Dana say,
multinational church. The previous song we sang was Ghanaian, and then we sang Ivorian song, and uh, that is French song for French-speaking colonies. You are very blessed. Be seated, Pastor. Announcement, and then I will pray over here. We close. the Lord. I've got a major announcement. The service is just about to start. So if you parked and you paid for your parking, just increase the times. <laughs> no, just joking. Just joking. Praise the Lord. Well, I've got a thank you card here. I'll just read it very quickly. Thank you card, just to let you know how much your kindness is appreciated. Um, and it's a very, very long card. But it says to our mom, to, to, to the most, to our much appreciated man and woman of God, Apostle and Reverend Williams, thanks so much for having my family and I as members of CFT family. I'm very proud to be a family of God, of God CFT ch- churches. Thank God for, to both of you. I can confide in you, cry, and feel totally at ease with both of you. I truly appreciate you, your family, the church as a whole. There's no finer thing in my life than having a great, wonderful man and woman of God who stand for the truth only. I couldn't wish for a nicer father and mother in the Lord. Praise the Lord. We love you. Um, and says, we love you both. Thanks for all your help. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma. God bless your house. God bless you, CFT, globally, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. And he goes on and says, the thoughtfulness you've shown will always be remembered. Thank you for everything. Um, and I also get it mentioned here. And thank you, Pastor Tyre. Praise the Lord. Um, wishing all the family of CFT churches globally. Um, and it's from Sister Ruth and family. God bless you, Sister Ruth and family. It's a very long one. God bless you. Very first thank you card for the year. You know, Mommy just told us about thanking. So it's a very, very elaborate thank you card. Because we need to do that. And the whole church is appreciated globally as well. Um, just to like, let, let you know that home groups resume next week, Sunday. Home groups resume next week, Sunday. But this evening, please spend time in your homes reflecting on what God would have you do this year. We've heard it over and over again. It's no time to play games. But we need to be very, very devoted and committed to what God has put in our hands. And you know it as well. You know where you need to put a lot more effort. And, and, and the Lord will enable you. Spend time. Listen again to the sermon today. Listen to the sermon. If you were not here on Friday, please go back and review Friday's night vigil. God changed and moved our positions. If you've not listened to it, it's only like hearsay. Go back and be part of it and listen to it. And I know that the Lord that visited us here on Friday will visit you as well. If you do that with a sincere heart. Praise the Lord. 
daily prayers. Well, tonight we have prayer and communion at 9 p.m. on Zoom. Prayer and communion 9 p.m. on Zoom tonight. Daily prayers 9 p.m. on Zoom on a daily basis. Bible study resumes on Wednesday. Woo! So on Wednesday, Bible study resumes at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Bible study resumes on, uh, on, on Zoom. And uh, please note as well, Apostle announced during the course of the week, JTA prayer sessions resuming. It would start from the month of February and the second Friday of each month, second Friday of each month, the night vigil will be the JTA meeting at Bethesda. Second Friday of each month. On the third Friday of each month, it will be a night vigil JTA at Cathedral. Now, those who attend Bethesda do not need to join the Cathedral night vigil. It's optional if you want to. No one's stopping you, but you don't have to. And all leaders as well who normally worship at Bethesda, you would be expected to join second Friday of each month, the vigil. It will be transmitted live for those who are not part of the Bethesda, um, Bethesda people, if I use that terminology. And of course, the third Friday of each month, it will be here at Cathedral. Again, those who normally worship at Bethesda would not need to attend. But the leaders and the JTA members, and indeed all members at Cathedral, will be expected to attend on the third Friday. We will keep announcing this going forward so that there's a discipline to it as well. And next week, Sunday, services resume at Bethesda. Yes. And in true fashion, during the course of this year, there will be many more services at Bethesda. So get yourselves ready, because Bethesda is crying out for more services. I'm sure by the time we get there next week, Sunday, it would have been so cold. It has been missing you. We know we've been here together, and we've been keeping ourselves warm, but please be prepared. And of course, on a weekly basis, we know there's JTA, uh, there's evangelism that takes place both at Cathedral and at Bethesda. Avail yourself the opportunity to be a part of this. Um, finally, I'd like to remind the youth that, um, actually, finally bought one. I've got another one after the finally. Uh, the youth, you have a youth meeting on Saturday, am I correct, at 2 p.m.? And it will be on online? Yes, it will be Zoom online at 2 p.m. on um, on Saturday. If you like further details, please send an email to... Um, CFT underscore Y-O-R-D at hotmail.co.uk Wow, I've become a member of the youth even though they refused to give me the membership form. It's alright. Finally, finally please note um, that there is a, a business seminar that is taking place um, a career seminar effectively CFT career seminar and it's going to cover vital strategies to maximize your career success. And in the seminar, there's a lot of things that you will learn about how to reach your full potential in your career, irrespective of your current level. And it's going to enable or introduce you to strategic and tactical approaches. This seminar is for you if you're just starting out. 
If you're looking for a first role, if you're already in a career and you want to evaluate, change options or progress to the top. And the top is where we're heading. There is a language of leaders and you need to learn to speak the language of leaders to get to a leadership role. And it's also for you if you're already established and you would like to expand your sphere of influence. There's a lot of things that the seminar would focus on, but please note that there will be a registration. The seminar is on the 21st of January, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. There will be a registration information. There will also be an opportunity for you to have a drop-in CV session. When you register using that code, within it, it would also list a number of things about the various topics that will be on hand. So please avail yourself, familiarize yourself with what's going on, and most importantly, be a part of it. It's time to take action. It's time to take action. And not just action, purposeful, concerted action to get to where the Lord would have us be. It's not just enough for us to sit back and say, Apostle has prayed, Apostle has prophesied. We need to get up and do something about it. And this is one of the ways in which you'll be catapulted into that. May the Lord bless you richly. Sir. Amen. You just make my prophecy work. Make sure you get this. And for those of you who don't know about this stuff, just take your, your, you know, your telephone and your camera point it to that section and it will take you to this link where you can fill the form because we can't, we can't assume that everybody understands about that. Whatever your career is, you need to go up. And one of the things they will be teaching you is the things you need to do practically that you can really sell yourself better. What you are earning is less than what you worth. And this will help you to be able to sell yourself better for those of you who are at work and if you don't have a job you can't get a job they will teach you on how to to do your cv in such a way that you can secure your job in your career because many people are turned down because they do not know how to prepare their cv to the level that they really want so it will be a blessing for your place shall we stand up together please If anybody got vacancy in anywhere, maybe your office or you saw a vacancy, please contact, send it to the office. Don't send it among yourselves. Send it to Elder Charles. Phone the office or put it in admin, send it to admin, and they will make sure they send it to all members. Do we understand it now? If any member phone you that I got a vacancy, Tell him that you are not a job center, but there's a job center in CFT called Elder Charles. Just send everything to him. He, will, he has the database of everybody. He can quickly communicate it. Are we together now? And the Lord will bless and strengthen us. Shall we just thank God for today? Thank God for your life. By the next time you see my face, your mouth shall be filled with laughter. Thank God for God's faithfulness. Thank God for what He has done. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Bring out your oil and I will bless the oil. 
If you miss the anointing service, you will anoint yourself. If you don't have, you can ask someone beside you to, you know, share the oil with you after I prayed over it. What anointing does? Several things. By anointing, the destiny of Saul was confirmed. By anointing, the destiny of David was affirmed three times. By anointing, um, the Bible says the sick shall be healed. By anointing, wisdom and knowledge and understanding of God is endowed. So, anointing is a covenant of God with the saints of God. And it stands for the Holy Spirit. So when I pray over the oil you have, it's no more the oil in your hand. It has become anointing oil. Let me say this to you. I had an issue in Nigeria that the occult in a particular sector in Ijebulan, they were fighting Christians. And for seven years, the quarrel went to court. And I was called to come and intervene. When I got there, I called all the occult together and asked them, Why are you fighting Christians? And their head stood up and said, Sir, they never asked us before. Thank you, you asked us. He said, You know why we fight Christians? They pour anointing oil on our sacrifices. He said, The Christians go about, when this occult put sacrifice, the Christians will go and put anointing oil. I now ask the occult leader, so does the, what does the anointing oil do? It's just an ordinary oil on your sacrifice. Ah, they said, when they put that oil on our sacrifice, our sacrifice is no more accepted. So the evil they intend the sacrifice to do will no more work. The demons they are sent to sacrifice will depart. When anointing is coming, before it reach the sacrifice, the demon in the sacrifice has run. I said, so that is why you are fighting Christians. I said, okay, if Christians don't put anointing oil in your sacrifice anymore, will you withdraw? They said, there is no reason to fight. So I now called the Christian leaders together. I said that you have forgotten. You don't need to go there and then put oil. Don't leave, give them oil anymore. In your room, command every sacrifice to be anointed, and it shall be so. So the anointing oil, when believers pray the name of Jesus, it carries it carry a lot. We have seen people healed in this church from a distant place through the anointing oil that we prayed over. And I will pray with you now. Shall we pray? Our God and King, we thank you because you are most high. And we thank you for the institution of anointing oil. This oil that is held in the hands of your people. I ask that unction of heaven will come into this oil. Father, I ask that anyone this oil shall come upon shall encounter your glorious power. That which you have made available for this very year. Lord, doors shall open for them. Favor will rest upon them. The spirit of counsel and wisdom and understanding will rest upon them. Thank you, Father. The sick shall be healed. The dead shall be raised. You have done it before and you will do it again. And by this, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ shall be exalted. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen. So just anoint yourselves. But if you were in the anointing service, you don't have to worry yourself. 
Amen. Thank you, Father God. Can I ask that Pastor Shegu will see me after this service and Pastor Nike and of course Pastor Pastor um, Elizabeth. Now from this year, when you do youth meeting, all European CFT youths will be connected. When you do your men's meeting, all men of CFT in Europe will be connected. When you do your women's meeting, all women will be connected. And your committee for each of these streams will comprise representatives of those branches. So you see me after and I will tell you how that we are going to work that out. Shall we stretch our hands before the Lord and let me speak a blessing of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May the Lord give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel who appeared unto Abraham and unto Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you even in this very season may the lord turn your dreamland to the land of visions in jesus holy and anointed name we are praying with thanksgiving amen shall we read the grace together in fellowship now may the god of peace that brought again from the dead our lord jesus that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant make us perfect in every good work to do his will working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through jesus christ to whom be the glory forever and ever amen turn to somebody and speak the general grace to them may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you now to yourself surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever there shall be shouts of blessing they will fall in your house
be unto you according to your confession. God bless you and see you tonight on Zoom. Please let's be seated and the ushers will lead us out. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord. 